the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every day. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth coming to you live. Sorry I missed last week. I had a family matter, but uh, we are here live today in the KKHT studios. And as always, it is a wonderful joy to be with you. Uh, Let's go to prayer. Father God, we come to you today with such gratitude on our hearts. You are such a wonderful, loving God of restoration. We thank you for wanting to restore each and every one of us. And uh, we ask that the words that are spoken today be yours and not ours. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, so, you know, this is a show about recovery. And, of course, most of us associate recovery with drugs and alcohol, and that is often the case. Uh, But as the intro says, people are in bondage to all kinds of things, and people in our society get yet uh, have all kinds of problems. You know, people are recovering from divorce and depression and anxiety and job loss and, you know, things that happened through the pandemic. So we try to broaden it out a little little more than just, just drugs and alcohol. But, of course, that's one of our central themes. We have a guest today who has a specialty that helps people who are have gotten into problems, and we all have problems in this life from time to time, and particularly sometimes people that have suffered from addiction um, and has helps them to overcome those. Because you see, when we get into the bondage of addiction, uh, we tend to ignore uh, things that we don't want to face. Uh, we tend to, uh, to sweep things under the rug. And one of the things that we sweep under the rug is our tax obligation. As citizens of the United States, we're required to pay taxes. And, um, you know, it is sometimes people in addiction uh, don't pay their taxes, get behind on their taxes, uh, don't file returns, do all kinds of things they shouldn't do. And then that becomes one of the mountains that's in front of them, uh, one of the difficult things they have to overcome uh, to to be restored as God wants them to be and to con- get back into paying, being a productive citizen. So my guest today has been on the program before. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, he's going to go over with me after this to the Open Door Mission. He's got a heart to help the men over there that are facing some of these obstacles. And my guest is Lance Stodgill, who's a tax lawyer, and he is a good one. Lance, how are you today? I'm doing great today, John. Thanks for having me again. Well, it's good to see you, and I really want to 
give a shout out and let our listeners know that not only are you really good at what you what you do, but uh, I really appreciate the fact that you're going over the Open Door Mission with me uh, because um, I know you're going to do that without charging anything and, and, and trying to help these men who are in a program where they're trying to overcome their obstacles. So uh, what, is, what does it mean to be a tax lawyer? What, what do you do? Well, what I do is I help people who have in any sort of issue with the IRS, whether it's audits or collection issues, but probably one of the most common things we see are when people have, for some reason, illness, addiction, whatever, or just basic um, lack of understanding, they get behind on their payments or their filing and their payments. And so a lot of times they'll come to us trying to help them get a handle because they just don't know what to do next. Well, particularly when they get that letter in the mail and they say, we're going to start getting into your bank account, then, you know, that's that's scary. The, the, right. The the famous uh-oh letters, I like to call it. <laughs> yeah. And and they're really good at sending those uh-oh letters. You know, I hear commercials on, on uh, the radio and things that, uh, this, I don't know if this is an exaggeration or not, there's certainly a big element of truth in it that the IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. And, and certainly they can do things that ordinary bill collectors can't do. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people may not understand this, but the IRS as the government has powers of collection that are not constrained by state constitutions. And in Texas, for example, our state constitution um, has very strong protections for our homesteads where ordinary creditors cannot get af- at our homesteads, whereas the IRS can. It it can be a rare circumstance. It has to be pretty egregious. They're not in the business of trying to kick people out of their homes. Typically, it's it's the large dollar amounts owed and, and sometimes some amount of gamesmanship played by the taxpayer in trying to avoid it. If If a person is honestly and sincerely trying to address their issues, uh, I haven't seen the IRS really try and foreclose on somebody's home. It's only when they're not trying to address it. Well, well, that's kind of you to say, because I've heard other entities that are advertising their services saying the IRS can seize your bank accounts, they can close your business, they can take your home, they can do all these things. And I, I theoretically, that's true. Uh, I, I think one of the big things, what I want to do is I, I want to get into your background a little bit, your qualifications, so people know that you know that what you're talking about, just not based on what I say. But And, and then I want to talk about what you just said, and that is, from what I understand, is if if you're making the effort, if you've got representation, and if you're dealing with the IRS, things get a lot better than if you try to ignore it. It does, definitely. Um, as, as far as my background goes, I used to be an attorney at the IRS for almost eight years. And okay, then, that's good experience yeah, to deal with the yeah, IRS. Yeah, yeah. I, learned, I learned a fair amount there, and I, I basically learned that I didn't want to keep doing that for the rest of my career. Well, I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> but but what what's funny is when I left the IRS, I thought, you know, the, the IRS is, because I, I saw all these issues internally, structurally, and just how things work, and I thought, I can help people navigate through this, and the IRS is, if the IRS is an issue, I can help them solve that issue, and and I can help them navigate that, but what I really realized that a lot of times an IRS issue is, it's a symptom of a, of a problem that my, my clients often have. And the IRS is just one more symptom. It's not the root cause. And what we have to do with our clients is get to the root cause of why are we dealing with this, whether it is um, there was some sort of a family issue, there's a, an illness, there's a lack of understanding, the money got diverted for some other purposes, whether it might have been uh, drugs or gambling or sure. things like that. And and helping them understand 
how we got here, not just, okay, here's what we have to do going forward. And that's, that's one of the big things I do address is, look, here's where we are. Here's what we can do going forward to fix it. How we got here may or may not matter. We just have to deal with it going forward because we can't rewrite the past. Yeah, well, it's it's just like with addiction, we have these incredibly high, unfortunately, relapse rates. If we don't address the root cause <laughs> of, of why we got here, we'll just be right back in the same situation. Exactly. I, when I first started this, I, I left the IRS in 2007, so I've, I've been doing this for 15 years now outside of, of the government. So I've got 23 years of experience doing tax work. But what I thought was... I'll come in and be this magic guy who can come in here and, and help them solve their problems. And that's one of the things I'm clear about. It's, it's their problem. I'm here to help them, but they have to understand why they need to address it. Right. And, and I, I run into that a lot when I have parents calling saying, well, my son has an issue or, or my, my sister has an issue or my father has an issue. And I, I'm typically like, that's great. I'm glad they've got someone there who's trying to help them, but they need to be the ones calling because they need to be the ones involved in the process as well. And I don't know how much this this correlates to what you deal with in the addiction arena, but in, in, until the person's ready to deal with it. Well, it does. In fact, uh, you know, that's kind of a fine line, and I'm glad you brought that up because so often people that care about people who are addicted enable them rather than than truly helping them because they get them out of their jams or help them get them out of the jams, and they go right back into it as opposed to, uh, say having an intervention and saying, "Look, <laughs> you're not fooling anybody. We know what's going on here, and 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 we've got, you know, and and I'm not going to rescue you anymore. I'm not going to save you anymore. So that's absolutely, you know, I want to give you an opportunity a couple times because people that are listening to this show, they typically in their cars and they may be listening for ten minutes here and ten minutes there. They may be going, "I wish I knew how to contact this guy. How, how would somebody contact you? And we'll do it again at the end. Uh, probably the easiest way. Let me give you my my our website address because it's probably the easiest to remember sure. out of anything else. And it's S a tax And it stands for our name, Stodgehill alley tax okay. But sometimes it's easier as a, as a memory device. If you think San Antonio, even right. though we're not in San Antonio, right. just S a tax law.com. S a tax And then they go on there get your phone number, get your address, get whatever. Contact right. they'll, they'll call in. Typically what happens is Janet, our, our stupendous admin lady will get some information from them and sort of see if, if it's something that I think we can help them with. If they, if they call in and say they heard us here or um, – because sometimes we, just, we get a volume of calls and I can't talk to everybody just because a lot of cases don't really warrant you know, our – because we do charge for what we do professionally. And sometimes somebody's problem isn't something that warrants the sure. fees that are going to be charged. But if they call in and say they heard us with John Allworth, they will get a call back for sure and not just get the, I'm sorry, I don't think we're going to be able to help you return. Yeah. I mean, if they've got a $3,000 tax problem, it's probably best to set up a payment plan with the IRS rather than than our council. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's just, it's just, we're just not going to be cost effective for certain things. Typically we'll, you know, I, our, our, our general line is like, if you owe $50,000 or more, some of the people that advertise say $10,000 or more. I'm a lot of times, some of the ones I have, we have gotten people who've gone to some of these other places and it's not always the best service. Sometimes they're really good sure. on selling, but not, not the follow through. I've heard the same. And that's, that's the thing with, with us is I'm, it's my name on there. I'm, you're going to talk to me. It's not going to be well, in fact, salesperson. I've sent somebody to you that had that kind of experience where they didn't have anything go on. And then, and then you really saw their problem. Now I want to talk, cause a lot of people out there uh, may have been discouraged by what they just heard. In other words, um, they, they have a, a smaller tax problem, 
Um, a lot of people think, and I know this because I've had you on the show before, and you know I've talked about this. A lot of people think that they have to have the money to go take care of the IRS problem when they have an IRS problem, and that's not necessarily true. You understand what I'm asking? Yeah, you, you don't. Know. You don't. If you if you're getting bills saying that you owe twenty thousand dollars, you don't have to have twenty thousand dollars to try and start addressing the issue. You've got a couple of things you can do. Um, you can. You don't have to talk to the IRS. You can start chipping away and paying what you can to try and start reducing that. And it's good because interest keep can continuing forever. There's penalties that can accrue for not paying, and those will run for, uh, you know, four and a half, five years. They go up to 25%, and then they cap out on the failure to pay penalty. But what I often tell people is you may have something that's easy to solve. If you owe under $50,000, you don't have to give the documents to the IRS because typically if you owe over that, they're going to want a, a form, which is a collection information statement that lists all your assets, your income and everything, so they're trying to see what they think you can afford to pay. But if you owe under fifty thousand dollars, if you just go to irs.gov, there's you can get an online payment agreement there and stretch out your payments over six years. So, wow. Okay. So you know, if you do quick math, that's that's what seventy two months. If you're under fifty thousand dollars, usually for seven eight hundred dollars a month, if you owe under fifty, you can just get yourself on a payment plan. Well, here's another issue that I happen to know somebody very well that faced this issue, and that is they owed a lot of money. Right. And 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 they thought that uh, uh, they went through addiction, and uh, but but got sober and and through a faith based rehab and and began to put their life back together. And they thought they had to wait till they made a good amount of money, got really got their life back together to address the issue. And that turned out, as I understand it, to be. Completely wrong. My head just screams. I want to go, no! (laughs) What I I want people to understand is sometimes when – it it goes against common sense sometimes. But usually when things are at their worst is the best time to deal with the IRS. Because what they do is they look at what's your current situation. And and just let me talk about the Offering Compromise Program. You'll hear that advertised as the IRS Fresh Start Initiative and and things like that coming through your radio and it's called an offering compromise, and it's essentially it's an administrative bankruptcy. What they do is they look at what are the assets you own, and they're not interested in your in your seventy two inch plasma TV. They're they're interested in do you own real estate? Do you have equity in your home? Do you have um, what are you driving? You know, obviously, if you're driving a Bentley and saying you can't pay your taxes, your priorities are <laughs> you need to sell the Bentley. You, you've you've <laughs> yeah. got some other you've got some other things you need to think about, but. Generally, it's like an administrative bankruptcy. We look at what your assets are. We look at your income. And a a good round figure is if what you're bringing home in your paycheck is under $50,000 and you have a family, you're probably going to have a very low dollar amount of of what we call remaining monthly income. Because if if they're going to write off the debt, they don't want you living high on the hog. You have to be within certain national standards. And what it's going to be is... Typically, I, I use Harris County, Texas, because that's where I, I live and work, is generally a family of four in Harris County. It's about $60,000 a year or five grand a month. So okay. if your take-home pay is around $5,000 a month, there's going to be very little extra income. To or throw. less. Yeah, or less. Yeah, yeah. And, and what they do is you just look at, say, like you come up with this number of how much extra income do you have using these national standards, and that's where it determines your number. And we can we can always come up with a number if you qualify. It's just thinking, are you going to be able to afford to pay it? And so there's there. one of the other things is if you're if somebody's really rock bottom right now, if your income levels are below a certain threshold, 
there's not a filing fee and you don't have to make a down payment. Typically there's a down payment of 20% you have to make, and that can be an issue. Um, one issue we, we have problems with sometimes is if people do have some equity in their home, but they're not making a lot, it's hard to borrow the equity in your house yeah. to be able to do that. And I, I like to call that my, my little old lady widow scenario. Right. Um, and, and sometimes with that, there's a different thing that we'll try and put people on it in. It's called currently not collectible. And what my typical example of that is say, we've got a, um, let's always blame the husband, say a husband died, there were tax issues he didn't take care of. And now we've got a, a widow sitting there trying to figure out how to address this big tax bill. All they got is a house that may or may not be paid for. And the only income she has left because her husband's passed away is social security coming in. Social security is enough to sort of maintain and stay in the house and feed yourself, but it's not enough to be, right. you know, to have any excess, to have excess. Yeah. And so, so that's, you put together the, the financial package, the IRS and say, look, here's all of our assets. Here's our income. We don't have anything left over. Can you put her into something called currently not collectible and currently not collectible just means they're not going to hound you for it. They're going to put your account on monitoring. And if you ever have a big blip in income, like you go win the lottery, then they'll come back and look again. Sure. So, and for, for example, for somebody listening to this program or somebody that has a relative that is hit bottom because of addiction, at one time, say, had a business going, we're making some money, but it went downhill because uh, the addiction accelerated as they do. And, and now all of a sudden they've got this, they didn't take care of the problems. They've got this $200,000 tax bill. Now they get sober and they're out. And, but they're going to go back to a job where they're making $6,000 a month. They think down the road maybe they're going to make some more money. But right now, that's all they're making. That is the time to address it. Run in there as fast as you can and get that handled. Yeah. And and, and so there are um, – there's resources out there that can help. I mean, I, I like I like to tell people is um, you can do everything I do. It's not rocket science it's, it's a lot of form-based work and understanding the repercussions of things. Um, it's just that since I've done it for as long as I have, it's, it's kind of second nature and we're, we're good at helping people through that. Well, cause there's different doors you can walk through. It Correct. sounds like, and deciding which door is kind of the first uh, stri- strategic decision that has to be made. So, um, and I don't want to knock you out because some people, uh, do need it and and do have some assets uh, the, even though they went hit rock bottom maybe they didn't hit rock bottom financially but they did right. ignore things and so now you know coming to a professional who can help them walk through this and and for one thing you can get the IRS off their back immediately we can we can buy in some time we can yeah. get some breathing room there's some procedural things we can do that are there to slow the slow the process down if they're about to you know really beat up on somebody and and Typically, that's happened because they've been ignored for so long. You, they've been pushed to having to do their enforced collection because nobody's talked to them or, or tried to show them why they can't afford to pay everything. And once you start trying to work with them, it's a lot easier. Of course, you don't just want to call them and have no plan. You want to understand what your options are and have a plan. That's that's one of the things that we help with is sometimes uh, people will call in with an issue that's not worth us getting involved on their behalf because we may cost too much. But I do like an hour consultation where if you call, you know, we'll, we'll get on Zoom. I'll walk you through what your options are based on sort of like the numbers. We'll sort of like model it out and show you, hey, look, here's what I think your options are based on what you're telling me. I don't know, but you might want to try this. And if you if it's just something as simple as go get a payment plan, there you go. 
Yeah, here's where you can get it. Yeah, which is what we're kind of going to do. Where we're going to go over to the Open Door Mission right after this, and we're going to help those guys. Or you're going to help them, not me. You're yeah. going to help them uh, and tell them what their options are, right? And kind of kind of steer them in the right direction, which is really really kind of you. You know, us lawyers, as many of my listeners know, I'm also an attorney. Somebody asked me the other day. They said, "Okay, you're a lawyer and a pastor. Isn't that a conflict of interest?" <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> you know, I, I think we all go into the profession to a certain extent that. We do want to help. Yes. I mean, and and yes, we want to typically make it, this is what we do for a job, and we spend a lot of money to get this degree, so we also want to make a nice living, but ultimately we do want to be able to help people, and that's why we can't help everybody, and we do have businesses to run, but, you know, when we can, a lot of lawyers do try and give back with their expertise in in, in more of a controlled environment, because I can't, you know... I, I want to choose when I don't get paid for my work by, sure. by doing that and not having clients not pay. <laughs> so so that pe- you can make that choice and people can reach you. Again, it's S.A. Tax Law. S.A. like San Antonio, but that stands for South Jill and Alley. S.A.TaxLaw.com. Yes. And go to the website and you can get the number. You can get all the email information, the address, et cetera, and, yeah. and, and, and start – you know, what – just that I'm getting out of this, IRS hates to be ignored. <laughs> right. If, yeah. And and the problem is because of the pandemic, they were so averse to going out and doing anything. So many people that probably would have had to deal with things by now haven't because of all these uh, pandemic Yeah, they kind of shut down, is what I understand. Yeah. yeah, and they've started ramping up. Um, there's some things that they haven't quite been able to ramp up yet, but it's 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 coming and at least knowing what your options are. And, and for some people who've just been trying to um, duck and cover, let me add one more thing that people can understand is that if, if you've got 20 years of, of things going on, what they what they typically do is they only can collect for 10 years after something's been assessed. If you haven't filed, you haven't been assessed. But if you have filed and you've got things from 2007, 2008, where you filed your return and didn't pay, there's a good chance that's just dropped off. That's gone. So that's that's where you pulling account transcripts and doing a quick investigation, we can see what what is still due to be filed, how much is due, and then what are your real options from here? Is bankruptcy sometimes an option? Yes. One of these let me just give you in the in the grand scheme of things, you got six options. Write them a check. Do an installment agreement where you're paying over time. You do the offer and compromise, which is like the administrative bankruptcy. You have the currently not collectible that we talked about. You have real bankruptcy, which is an option. But if you haven't filed your returns, most of it's not going to be dischargeable because they have to be timely filed returns. And then finally is the ostrich approach where you stick your head in the sand and duck and cover. And that doesn't always work out well in the end. That's the worst one. This is Pastor John Allworth. You know, we're interested in helping people really be restored you can email me at Pastor John J O N at nccgreaterheights.org. You know, we love you here at New Covenant Church Greater Heights. More importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.